Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. We're headquartered here in Fort Lauderdale, our church, House of Prayer, prayer rooms, healing rooms, prophecy rooms. Gosh, we are working to bless the body and equip the saints for the work of the ministry down here. You can launch an Awakening Prayer Hub, which is kind of a mini, M-I-N-I, House of Prayer. You can launch a full-blown House of Prayer if we know you. But prayer hubs, Awakening Prayer Hubs, are expanding in the nations. We just opened in Sweden and also in Russia. God is moving. Check it out, awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join the movement. Help me help you pray for your city. Amen. God is good. I'm the founder of the Ignite Network, contending together for a pure prophetic flow, tapping into prophetic potential. But today we're going to pray out of victory decrees, daily prophetic strategies for spiritual warfare victory. And this is the devotional we've been reading from all year. I was just going to read from it for about a month because I really love mornings with the Holy Spirit, but we have entered into really a, a true season of war and people need to learn how to fight and pray. And so here we are, victory decrees, daily prophetic strategies for spiritual warfare victory. Today's devotion titled, See Me as the Greater One. I like that. See me as the greater one. And here's what I heard the Lord say. See me as larger than your enemies, as larger than life, because I am, says God. I am the almighty God. I am bigger than, stronger than, and greater than every spiritual foe. No demon power can stand against me. Stop looking at yourself like a grasshopper, says God, like you're smaller than, weaker than, and lesser than. You are in me and I am in you. When you lean on me and not on your own understanding, you will find the strategies you need to succeed in every battle. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Scriptures to meditate on today, 1 John 4, 4, Numbers 13, 33, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Now the prayer starter and the decree from the devotional. Father, help me overcome the grasshopper mentality in every area of my life. And see myself 
in you. Help me understand that when I am weak, you are strong. I decree my spiritual foes slip down the slope of their own pride. I declare I live and move and have my being in the greater one. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we thank you this morning because you are the greater one and we can run into you and be safe. You are uh, a strong tower. You are the one to whom we can run, race into your presence to find what we need. You're a very present help in time of need. God, help us today to see you as the greater one. For greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. We need you, God. We need you, God. God, we need you. You don't accuse us. You don't abuse us. You are the lifter of our head and the lover of our soul. You are that God, the one, capital O, the one, the one who loves us, the one who died for us, the one who would not withhold any good thing from us. You are that one and we praise you. We enter your courts with thanksgiving, with praise, with adoration this morning, oh God. We're knocking on your door, Jesus. We are knocking, knock, knock, knock. We are knocking, knock, knock, knock. Your word says to knock and keep on knocking. God, we've come today and we are knocking. We are knocking. We are knocking on your door, God, because we need an audience with you. Oh God, we need your undivided attention this morning as a body of believers crying out. Oh God, we need you to incline your ear to us, to reach down and deliver us, oh God, from the murk and the mire, the issues that are facing us in this hour, oh God. We need you, Jesus. Hear our cries. We praise you as the one who hears our cries. We praise you as the one who sees the end from the beginning. We praise you as the one who declares the end from the beginning. We praise you as the one who helps us walk from the end to the be- from the beginning to the end. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise and honor. We love you, God. We love you. Help us, God, to love you more. Help us, God, to see you as you are. Help us, God, to know you as you are. Help us, God, to receive you as you are, to understand you as you are, to acknowledge you for who you are. You are the great one, the greater one, the greatest one. You are awesome. There is no other God like you. Come on, just take a deep breath right now and just acknowledge that. He is the great one, the greater one, the greatest one. There truly is no other God who compares to him. Secular media has set itself up as a God, but it's powerless. The only power it has is lies, 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 fear tactics, fear mongering. So many things have set themselves up as gods, as idols. They don't compare to the power of the one true living God. They can offer no love. They can offer no grace. These false gods, these idols can offer no peace. They can offer no joy. They might offer a thrill for a moment, but it ends really quickly. It stops suddenly, produces nothing of lasting value. Father, the only thrill ride we want to go on is with the Holy Ghost. We acknowledge you today. You are the the great one, the, the greater one, the greatest one. You are the God of all. The God of the universe, the God who created everything. 
where there was nothing, you were there. Before there was anything, you were there. You are the everlasting God, the immutable God. You never change, but you'll change us if we'll let you. And we want you to change us, God. You are the change agent, Holy Spirit, living on the inside of us. Transform us. God, we need you to transform us because we have quirks and we have issues and we have pains and aches and, and we have attitudes and we want to be like you, so we need you to change us. We don't want to walk like the accuser of the brethren. We don't want to be timid and afraid. We don't want to be proud and arrogant. We want to be like Jesus. He was humble. He humbled himself to the point of death, even death of the cross. He was humble. He was meek. He was lowly. This is how he described himself. How can we describe ourselves? Who can compare to our Lord Jesus Christ? Who can compare to him? We want to be like you, Jesus. We want to walk like you walked for real. It's not just words coming out of my mouth. This is what I want. Is it what you want? Agree with me. Let's press in together. Oh, God, transform us. You are the change agent. You are the only one who can change us. We condemn ourselves. We beat ourselves up or we stop trying altogether because it seems too hard. But nothing is too hard for you, God. You are able to change us. You are able to transform us into the image of your dear son. And I know, I know, I know that you're doing it little by little. I know even for those of you, it doesn't look like you're changing. You're changing. If you're pressing into God, if you're praying, if you're in his word, you're changing. You might not see the fruit of your co-labor with Christ yet, but you are changing. Something is shifting. God is preparing you. It's going to happen. God transform us. We yield into you. We press into you. We lean into the transformation process. We don't want to stay the same. We can't stay the same. We don't want to stay the same. Father, we don't even see all of our faults and all of our foibles and our flaws. We don't see the half of it. But you do, and you love us anyway. <laughs> you love us despite the attitudes and despite the, despite it all. You love us. You love us. You love us. Lord, let your love change us. Let your love change us. The love of God that has been shed abroad in our heart, let that love change us. Let that love convict us of our need to lean and depend on you and not on our own understanding. We can't do this without you. Who would even want to? But we can't. Even if we did want to, we can't walk without you. We can't talk without you. There's nothing we can do without you. Apart from you, we can't do anything. And so we voice our utter dependence on you this morning, God. We, we express from our hearts that we are nothing without you. We don't know what to do if you don't tell us, God. We are no longer willing to walk like we walked in the past season, but we will adopt a mindset of utter dependability and desperation for the knowledge of the holy. We need more of you, God. And that means less of us, less of our opinions, and less of our attitudes, and less of our lusting desires, and all of the things we thought were important two months ago suddenly aren't as important, and the things we took for granted two months from Two months ago are suddenly very important. God, would you help us to realign our priorities with your kingdom? Let this be a global reset and let it start with us. 
that we would get our priorities in line with your priorities because your priorities are the only priorities that matter and sometimes we think we've got it all figured out and our to-do list is so organized one two three ABC God help us to be willing to throw our to-do list out the window and adopt your to-do list help us Lord be willing to shift our priorities to turn them upside down completely at the whisper of your voice that we would not be so set on our agendas that we can't be interrupted by your spirit to pray by your spirit to share the gospel with another by your spirit to sit with a child who has a question oh we're just too busy and even in this global pause it seems that we have found other ways to busy ourselves when you're calling us away you're calling us to go deeper and deeper still you're calling us to intimacy you're calling us to sit and think and ponder your word to meditate upon it to chew it up to digest it to make it part of ourselves help us Lord not to miss this moment help us Lord not to miss this moment we might not ever get a moment quite like this again help us Lord not to miss this moment help us Lord to make the most of our time because the days are evil to redeem every moment of every day not just now but in the future when the crisis is past God help us Lord to realign our hearts with your heart to get in lockstep with you to walk with you and not to walk the way we want to walk Jesus told Peter when you were a young man you walked how you wanted to walk but there's a day coming when you walk where you don't want to walk father help us not to be afraid to walk where we don't want to walk to take the walk to take the path that you've called us to help us not to be afraid to take the path the road less traveled by help us Lord not to be afraid to venture into new waters that you are leading us into just because they're foreign to us just because we've never been that way before just because it seems we might lose something if we do it your way we're not comfortable with your way we don't understand why you're taking us this way we're used to going that way help us Lord to trust you a little deeper where we wouldn't question you and second-guess you and wonder if you're really sure or if you have the power to deliver the power to catch the power to save deepen our trust levels God because where you want to take us is going to require more of us than we can currently give we must expand our spiritual capacity God help us begin to expand our spiritual capacity to dig that well down deep inside so that the rivers of living water can flow through our belly to a thirsty world we're salt we're light we're supposed to make them thirsty then water them we're not supposed to be salty and, and, and repel them Jesus help us we can't do <laughs> we don't want to do I don't want to do anything that grieves your spirit so help us Lord to be well pleasing in your sight help us Lord to follow you quickly not hesitating because the voice of fear or the voice of doubt or the voice of unbelief or the voice of self is louder than yours because it often is louder than yours God you speak in that still small voice you're so gentle you're so gracious but the false voices they clamor for our attention the false voices the voice of self the voice of fear these many voices in the spirit and on the inside of our own soul they're loud and they're consistent and persistent and they want their way 
But Lord, we want your way. We really do. And if there's anything in us that doesn't want your way, would you root it out of us? Would you show us that we can repent? That we can renounce it? That we can reject it? We know there's no good thing in our flesh, but you are in us, so there's something good in us. We are spirits. We have souls. We live in bodies. There's no good thing in the flesh, but there's something good in our spirit. His name is holy. His name is holy. His name is holy. The spirit of holy is dwelling on the inside of our spirit. So there is something good in us, but it's not the flesh. We've got to go deeper. 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 You've invited us over and over again to go deeper, God. And we say yes with our mouths, but then our hearts stray. We say yes with our mouths, but then our hearts stray. We're tempted by the bright, shiny objects, the opportunities, the entertainment. Or let these things not be so anymore. Help us, Lord, today to make a decision and receive your grace to walk it out. Some of us have tried in willpower, sheer willpower to do your will. And we can't do your will based on willpower alone. We need your grace. And you resist the proud and give grace to the humble. Sometimes we think we can do it, we can do it, we can do it. And we leave you out of the equation and we wonder why we fall on our face. It's because our own pride dictated the terms of engagement, the rules of engagement, how, when, where. When you were waiting on us to ask you how, when, where. Lord, we need your grace. So we humble ourselves before you today. We know your grace is sufficient for every trial of life, every battle, even every ordinary day. Your grace is sufficient. If it was sufficient for Paul, who had a satanic messenger buffeting him, ah, if it was sufficient for Paul, who had satanic messenger buffeting him, then it's sufficient for us. If it was sufficient for Paul, it's sufficient for us. So, Father, help us to receive and walk in that all-sufficient grace from an all-sufficient God with the perfect plan and a perfect will, perfect way. Help us, Lord, to reject any semblance of pride, anything that smells like pride, anything that looks like pride, anything that sounds like pride. Convict our hearts immediately so we can renounce this. We don't want to walk like the enemy walked. We don't want to be like Lucifer who was so proud he led an insurrection. A third of the angels were cast out of heaven. Lord, cast us not away from thy presence, but renew in us a clean heart. Fill us with your spirit again, O God. David said, cast us not away, cast me not away from thy presence, O God. Create in me a clean heart with your generous spirit, O God. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you because you first loved us, and we are serious. I am serious. I don't know if you can tell that I am serious. I wish I could find a couple of hundred and just go deep. Where's the remnant? Everybody likes to think they're part of the remnant, but those same ones are out many times acting like the world and the accuser of the brethren. And Facebook has become an absolute cesspool of Christians who think they're the judge of all. And there's going to be a rude awakening because that judgment, I tell you, it boomerangs fast. 
So forgive them, Lord, because they don't seem to know what they're doing. Their flesh has gotten the best of them. And forgive us if we've judged. Take us deeper, God. Take us deeper, God. Take us deeper, God. Jesus. 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 We're almost out of time, but nevertheless, I'm going to pray through this one more thing with you today. Romans 14.4. And I want you to let this sink in. And if you, your heart needs to be convicted, I want you to receive the conviction of the Holy Spirit. This is not a game. Romans 14.4. Who are you to judge someone else's servant? To their own master, servants stand or fall. And they will stand, for the Lord is able to make them stand. Who are you to condemn someone else's servant? Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? Who are you to judge someone else's servant? What right do you have to criticize someone else's servant? Any kind of translation you want to read it from, we have to be careful not to step into this spirit. Yesterday on Facebook, I was happening to scroll through and there was a, a guy, and if you looked at his Facebook page, it was, it was lust and nearly pornographic pictures, but he calls himself a Christian. And he said that pastors who have their church open in this season are worse than rapists or just like rapists. And I was shocked that this woman of God would allow this person to comment that on her page. And I thought maybe she didn't see it, but then she actually agreed with him. Actually agreed with him. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I said, this is not love. This is not love. This is sick. This is not God. I said, woman of God, you should delete that comment. This is not the spirit of God. This is not helpful. This is not even just like a bold statement. This has crossed a line. This is sick. And she said, everyone has a right to their opinion. Don't judge him for it, but rather spur him on to good works. I, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not judging him, but I didn't even engage with her any further, but I thought I'm not judging him. I'm saying this is not edifying. The Bible says, let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth, but only that which is edifying. And you're comparing pastors who are free to have church in their cities who have only five people sitting in their congregations to rapists. Meanwhile, you've got men staring at the backsides of women all over your Facebook page, like glorifying lust, which would engender more, you know, of the kind of behavior that he's saying pastors are engaging in. If you, if you understand what I'm saying, showing men staring at the backsides of women and you're saying pastors are who are having church are rapists. And that's an extreme example. And I'm not here to debate with you whether churches should have service or not. That's between them and God. See, it's between them and God. If they have it, if they don't have it, it's between them and God. If they have it, if they don't have it, it's between them and God. If they have it, if they don't have it, it's between them and God. Who are you to judge someone else's servant? Who are you to condemn someone else's servants? Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? Who are you to criticize anyone else's servant? Father, help us today. Because the accuser of the brethren, his court is in session. 
And he has recruited advocates from your body, God. He has recruited advocates from within your church who call themselves pastors. He has recruited, the accuser of the brethren has recruited advocates to come against your people, to bite and devour your body, God. That judgment will boomerang fast on you. Luke 6, 37, judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. So you could say judge, and you'll be judged. Condemn, and you'll be condemned. But there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. That's right. So why are so many people in the body condemning each other? I am so grieved, and I want us, those of you who are following me on this prayer call and are connected with my ministry, I want us to be very careful because it's easy to tap into that spirit. You've heard me say it before. I think if you're motivated by fear, the word has judged you already. I don't have to judge you. I don't agree with motives. I don't agree with anything motivated by fear, but I don't have to speak out in judgment. The word judges sin. If you're, you know, if you're in lust and you're addicted to pornography, it's not my place to judge you. The word has already judged you. My place is to love you. If you're not going, having church, or you're not starting college, or you're not getting married because you're afraid, I don't have to judge you. The word judges you. My job is to love you. If you're in, uh, idol- if you're in idolatry, or you are in, uh, 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 you know, you're, in, you're cheating on your wife, it's not my job to judge you. The word of God judges you. It's my job to love you, that maybe you'll turn away from the sin. It's the kindness of God that leads people to repentance. We're to judge a righteous judgment, but we're essentially saying, yes, that's sin. But you don't have to tell a sinner he's in sin. And if you're not in relationship with the sinner, you have no real right to do so. That's for their pastor. That's for their close people to talk to them about if they're led by the Holy Spirit. But right now we're seeing a whole lot of people playing Holy Spirit Junior. And in doing so, they're grieving the Lord. So, Father, help us not to be a puppet in the hands of the accuser of the brethren. And that was an outlandish mark that guy made. I wish I'd have screenshotted it, but I don't really need to. I don't ever want to see it again because some people won't even believe it because it's so disgusting. I mean, it's over-the-top disgusting. But there's a lot of other milder judgments going on. Satan has definitely sent messengers to buffet people in this season. And I know everybody is on edge. There's a lot of people are on edge. We don't have authority over the devil when we're acting like the devil, so we've got to stop. Father, help us today not to speak evil against one another. James 4 says the one who speaks against a brother or judges his brother speaks evil against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law but a judge. There is only one lawgiver and judge, he who is able to save and to destroy but who are you to judge your neighbor? We can do better. I know I'm preaching to the choir, but maybe, just maybe, by some grace of the Holy Spirit, someone will stumble upon this who has a good heart but has stepped into some bad thoughts and will find repentance. I'm not even judging you for judging. (laughs) I will judge the words as not coming from God. That's what you call judging a righteous judgment. Someone compares a pastor who has church to a rapist, and it went on and on from there. I can judge a righteous judgment, and I can say, that is not from God. I'm not going to come in agreement with that, but I'm not even going to judge the judger. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. 
to judge with a righteous judgment and just pray, to discern what is going on behind the scenes, the spirits that are motivating the words of the people that are grieving our hearts. Help us, Lord, to judge it and to pray for the people because they don't know what spirit they're of. Maybe they lost somebody and they're grieving and they're just lashing out. Whatever it is, we still reap what we sow. So God, would you convict your people, convict us all if we step into a wrong spirit so that we can repent quickly because that's what you want and you're so gracious and you're so kind. You'll just welcome us as we run to the throne to obtain grace and mercy to help in time of need. You're right there. You're not mad, grieved, but you're not mad at us. So help us, Lord. Because we're nobody to judge your people. You are the judge. We will not presume to stand in a place of judgment. Or we will stand in a place of discernment so that we don't align ourselves with those who are biting and devouring your body. Help us, Lord. <laughs> Galatians 5.15 says, But if you bite and devour one another, take heed that you're not consumed one of another. Father, let the remnant rise. Father, let the remnant rise. And Lord, we lift ourselves up to you as well. And we ask you, Lord, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Your word says to judge a righteous judgment. <laughs> so that means there is a righteous judgment that discerns between good and evil. But there's an unrighteous judgment that throws stones at people and looks upon them in certain ways through eyes of, well, eyes of judgment instead of eyes of love. It all comes down to love. So convict our hearts. We don't want to make it about this one man who said God awful things. We want to look at our own hearts as well. So cleanse us, God, from the unrighteousness of judging. Help us to see what you want us to see about ourselves, what you want us to see about you and what you want us to see about each other because you have not called us to focus and fault find. We got to get the telephone pole out of our own eye before we try to take the speck out of our brother's eye. We're so good at seeing the specks, but God, show us the telephone poles in our own eye, that beam, so that we can cooperate with your spirit in removing it completely in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God is good. We have to remember that when people are acting that way, they, it's either usually, it's either one of two things. They're either very, very hurt or they have a massive religious spirit. And there could be other reasons why, but those are the two biggies. They're either really, really hurt or they have a massive religious spirit or both. Amen. I'm looking for the remnant. If you're part of the remnant, you want to learn more about that. There's a free webinar I'm doing in a couple of days called Characteristics of Remnant Prophets and Intercessors. Maybe you are one of them. Over a thousand people have signed up for that so far. You can find that at jenniferleclair.eventbrite.com jenniferleclair.eventbrite.com. You're going to find a ton of stuff there. Later today, we're going to have a prayer call, praying in tongues against the COVID virus for one hour. Now, there's already 965 people that have registered. I think that the bridge holds a 1,000 people. Some people won't show up, obviously. They'll just listen to the replay because they're in different time zones, but they, they signed up because they want the replay. Learn more about that, jenniferleclair.eventbrite.com. Listen, if you want to sow into the ministry, we would appreciate that. We're boosting all these posts, trying to reach as many people with prayer as we can in the season. Please share this right now. Do me a favor. Some of you came on late. I'm asking everybody to share. I want to see hundreds of shares on these. It doesn't take anything to share something. It's just real quick. Just share it. Amen. 
Just share it for me, please. If you want to sew, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash give. Or, I'm sorry, jenniferleclair.org slash donate. I think either one of them works. jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can become a partner there. You can sow a one-time seed there at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash jenniferleclair, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give, 754-701-2161. Text the word pray, 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. You can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 333. Zero three, cash app is dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. God is good. The Awakening Live that's coming up with myself and Rob Cates from Catch the Fire UK. We have the Ignite Prophetic E Summit that's coming up. Awakening E Prayer Summit that's coming up. I'm going to teach on strategies for the shift. All right, guys. I'll see you later. I love you guys. I'll see you later on. Have a great day. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.